am Brenda Palmer, and welcome to another episode of Life in Perspective. I am super excited because today we have a very special guest, my friend, my homeboy, Jermaine Crawford. Yo. Come on, actor, <laughs> writer, storyteller, singer, producer, the list just goes on. I mean, he's <laughs> Mr. Hollywood himself. What is happening? How are you, friend? I'm blessed to be here. I'm happy to be here. I am so excited to have you here. Okay. Thanks for having me. Y'all might be looking at him like, where I know him from? Okay, if you are a fan of The Wire, Young man, young sir here was Dookie. Duquan Weems, <laughs> better known as Dookie. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it was Dookie. nobody knew Duquan Weems. <laughs> we did not, I am today years old, and that was I thought that was your real dad. Uh, uh, I love that. I love that. Okay, guys, today we're just talking everyday life through the lens of faith. And so before we jump into the conversation. I want to give the listeners, the people watching, a chance to get to know you. So I got some rapid fire questions. Cool. You ready? Let's do, it. Let's do it. Okay. What is your favorite movie and why? I'm embarrassed <laughs> at the first thing that comes to my mind. All right, a sister act two. Come okay. Sister. Did, didn't see that coming, but that I'm sure that is fan favorite. Okay, but why? Sister Act Two. Um, I grew up in musical theater. Uh, mm. one, my grandmother, Lord rest her soul, she had these two tapes, Sister Act 1, Sister Act 2. I used to watch it every night after she passed. And, mm. um, I don't know, Sister Act 2 really encouraged the idea of me really leaning into all elements of my creativity, singing, acting, dancing. It was such a musical movie. It was like mm. a Broadway show. It was, so, if you wanna um, be somebody. If you wanna go somewhere. <laughs> okay, okay. You better wake up and pay attention. Boom, boom. No, Sister Act 2 is a classic. classic. It's a classic. No, it is. It is. Don't don't be ashamed of that. Don't be ashamed of that. Okay. Um, I want to know one song that always puts you in a good mood. In the Middle by Isaac Curry. Wow. In the Middle. That's my go-to. That's your go-to? That's my... Okay. That and Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. Okay, shake it. Don't judge me, but it. it's a gospel wow, song. I am learning so it, much yeah, about it's, you. It's an eclectic. You said it's a gospel song. The player's going to play. The hater's going to hate. The faker's going to fake, but I'm going to shake it off. That's a word. It is a That's word. That's a word. You better preach Taylor Swift. You better. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give you that. I'm, I'm going to give you it's that. It's a word. That thing give me crunk, yo. I'm going to If give... I'm going through it, I'll, I'll blast it and I can I can kind of get hyped. Man. I cannot. I cannot. Okay, so <laughs> what is your favorite type of food or cuisine? Good. No any, any Anybody who knows me knows I love food. I won't pass up free food. I don't eat pork. <laughs> but anything other than that, uh, if it's good. Listen. Period. I don't pass up free food. Is definitely a person who lives in LA. Yeah. Period. Like what? Like a... you say I'm eat. Uh, yes. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Italian. Listen. Favorite that? food? Cuisine? Free. Period. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Free? Well cooked though. Well cooked. It's gotta be good. Gotta be good. It's okay. not good. You know. We love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're talking everyday life. Okay. So right now, currently. As an actor, mm-hmm. uh, we know that the industry is like experiencing a strike. Mm-hmm. Um, how's that? How's that been for you? Uh, truthfully, it's been pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I sold my show, uh, my first series, to uh, a network, kind of right before this thing started, mm-hmm. and we were 
pretty much about to go right into production and do the whole thing. And then everything just kind of fell apart. And mm -hmm. we're like at 130 plus days at this point. And uh, it's just a lot of unexpected twists and turns. Mm -hmm. And I've been learning to exercise patience and um, it's been pretty tough when you think you're about to go into your dream job and they're like, hold up for a second. And we don't know when, when we're going to call you. Wow. It's like, oh, yeah. but I quit my job. Right. You said, <laughs> could you have told me before I gave them the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because like, it, it was so, it's so funny. Like it was days, like the days were so close. I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm moving on. Stepping now. I'll call you later. You know what I mean? I'm. <laughs> Meet me at Warner Brothers, but um, it's been pretty tough, and, and and same for a lot of my friends. You know, uh, people who were on shows, mm -hmm. you're used to kind of getting a certain something every ten, mm -hmm. eleven days, and then that thing stops for 130 days. Then, you know, I know a lot of people weren't able to transition into unemployment, and yeah. it's just it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. People can't work. You mm -hmm. can't work. You can't eat. I mean, that's hasn't been the case for me. Thank God, mm -hmm. His grace is provided. Amen. But um. It's been tough for a lot of people that. out there. Okay. So I know this about you, that you grew up in church. Mm -hmm. And you- Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Come on, well, come on. Well. But what foundational principles of your faith have been getting you through this season, helping you navigate it? For everything, there is a time mm -hmm. and a place. There's a time to win, a time to lose, a time to laugh, a time to cry, a time to- have it all and a time to lose it all. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm just really kind of finding my way back to being more in alignment with God's time. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've, I've always known. There's a time and place for everything. There's a season for everything. You hear that all the time mm -hmm. in church. But until it's your season, <laughs> you know what I mean? Until no, you got to really exercise that yeah. word, it's a, it's a little different. But there's two different types of time, mm -hmm. chronology, kairos. God sees things on a bigger spectrum and mm. you just kind of got to get into it and go with the flow. So I, I've really been finding my way back to God's time. Mm -hmm. No, I really love that. Okay, so I don't know about you, but when I first moved to L.A. or started telling people I was moving to L.A., mm -hmm. and it's like, ooh, don't go to L.A. because you're going to lose your faith. You ain't going to know the Lord. All of these, there are all of these things that, I can't also, can't say they were lies because I've seen that happen for people. I've seen people come here and completely forget who completely. they are. Like they are completely different people than mm -hmm. who they were prior to moving here. What has kept you grounded in your faith, or what has that journey been like for you? Because you, are I was about to say, because I had my moment. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a, I had a, I, I mean, it's almost embarrassing to say I, I, I kind of safe space. Yeah. <laughs> I had a moment when I wasn't really sure if I wanted to kind of walk with Christ. You know what I mean? There's so many different theologies, there's astrology and numerology and everything sounds so cool. Everybody's on this different wave. And I mean, even just being on the wire, I was cussing real bad at a young age. So I've already kind of scared most of my Christian friends off. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I got really in LA into the thick of it and the lifestyle and the culture, there are a lot of different idols out here. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that people like to just, they want something to make them feel good instantly, like instant gratification. And when I first got out here, times were hard. I was sleeping on couches for the first two years. Um, I just wanted anything to make me feel good instantly. Mm -hmm. So I definitely went through a journey of just doing things to make me feel good really quickly, but I, I quickly learned 
that there are consequences to that kind of mm-hmm. lifestyle and that's not really what it's all about it's about um longevity yeah. it's about doing things that uh you know god can be proud of and your family ultimately mm-hmm. yeah no i i love that you said that because while while we can act like that's an issue for only people who move to la or deal in hollywood that's not realistic mm-hmm. that we all go through seasons where we desire things that are beneath who we were created to be. Yeah. I literally had this thought of driving earlier because <clears throat> I'm almost ashamed to say <laughs> that last last night I was craving um, noodles. <laughs> what kind? Like o- like oodles and noodles. Okay, that's a vibe. Like, but like the chicken flavor. It was the most randomest craving I've ever had in my life. Like, girl, hmm. why do you? I, and I did. I instacarted it. Hmm. Oh, so you you, you I did it? I paid the fifty six cent. And it's terrible. It's high. It's, I don't even know what I'm eating. First of all, it is. First of all, it's wax. You can bedazzle it you, though. You can. Oh, oh, oh! Come on. Come you can. On, yeah, you can bedazzle that. We grew up on oodles and noodles, <laughs> right? Like, and so I'm like indulging in this. I I really was craving. It. I don't even know where it came from. I just felt like it came out of nowhere. And I indulged in this. It was a, it was a little nostalgic. It was like mm-hmm. oh, I remember I grow up on these struggle days in college. This exactly. But it meant me. No, it just it didn't do me good. Not at all. Not at all. It's not good for my tempo. Exactly. But in the moment, if I, I mean, I got it together, like just the way it needed to be yeah. together and I ate it. And then I recognized like that is so, that is the story of so many of our lives. Yeah. We have a craving for something that God has completely removed from our lives. Mm. And sometimes we don't, we don't make it past the craving. We don't deny the craving. Yeah, we sometimes don't. we indulge in the, what seems like the best way. But it doesn't it doesn't do anything for us but take us back. Cause that's all it did for me was remind me of things of my past. Yeah. And it took me back to a place like there I I, I could have gotten garlic noodles. <laughs> right. Like, you, I could have got actual ramen. Yeah, you could have. But I didn't want that. For some reason I had a craving to go back. Mm. And I think like we have to condition ourselves to know that as much as I would love to live in the comfortability of what was what is that going to mean for where I am now mm-hmm. and where you're going and where I'm going? Yeah. And so I, I say that to say that sometimes we're in a position where it's like, man, not only do I want instant, instant gratification, I also want what makes me feel good. Even if it's something that comfort is, food, comfort. Yeah. When I should have been comforted by the Lord. So he could tell me, girl, <laughs> remove that. Noodles, the noodles away. <laughs> leave that away. But, and it seems like that's for me, it was like, oh, this is such a minute thing, but it's not. It's yeah. like, that ain't going to do nothing but cause harm to my body. And the same thing with old habits or old relationships. Mm-hmm. Cause it's literally the same thing. It's like, oh, I know I, I should not be dealing with this person in this relationship. But then it's like, but. I just want to. I feel like sometimes, at least for myself, I can mm-hmm. only speak for myself. It's here goes the church boy, but it's almost like the 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 devil you don't know, mm-hmm. opposed to the devil you do know. For sure. To kind of create this new life, this new lifestyle, new decision, it it, it um it requires the unknown. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I don't know what that garlic noodle is going to taste like. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going, you know. True. Hit the same spot that that oodles the noodles is going to do. You know what I mean? So yeah. sometimes it's just that thing of like, I don't really know what's on the other side, mm-hmm. but I do know what's back there. Yeah. And it's kind of like when you turn your head and turn to a pillow of salt, it's like, oops, probably shouldn't have yeah. done that. No, for sure. But I think like that is the importance of having faith. For sure. Because I don't know what I'm walking into, 
but it requires me to lean and depend on God. The things unseen. Yeah, for sure. And I think like even navigating like Hollywood, Mm -hmm. I think as believers in this space, if we were louder about our struggles, but also how God tends to those and nav- helps us navigate through them, I think we could offer people the true <laughs> the true uh, answer mm-hmm. to their things. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I think, I also think that sometimes that's what drives addiction is because it's not actually satisfying the thing. Yeah. It's like, wow. I gotta keep going back because yeah. it's only giving me a temporary satisfaction. Yeah. It doesn't fix the issue. It doesn't fix the issue because it's not created to. It's created to make you numb to the thing that actually will <laughs> Fix the problem. Somebody's preaching right now. I can't. Somebody's preaching right now. <laughs> and so yes, I think like I think we have to we have to do a better job of saying like as a believer, I'm not void of struggle. I'm not. I don't live a life that that is absent of temptation. There's something about the walk that makes you want to be righteous. You know what I mean. You want to sure. kind of be. Perfect. Nah, I want to be righteous, but I don't want to be perfect. Well, I'll speak for myself. No, I think I, I was, I was, <laughs> you want to appear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You want to appear righteous in God's eyes. I mean, I don't know if that'll ever really happen, you know, because he's like so holy. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's just a, a want to kind of not look like you're struggling. Mm. It, it is uh, possibly an ego thing. Because is that for God or is that for people? Yeah, I'm like, maybe it is the ego <laughs> thing. As I said, I was like, dang. <laughs> maybe okay. that's a little this bit of... This is a safe space. This is where we put life in perspective. Well, maybe that's a little ego there, but we can edit that out. Um, You know, we'll, we'll, we'll check that. I'm just joking. No, no, but I think I can understand that in your context. Yeah. Here's why. Because you are in a context of people who are doing all these other things. And you want to say, you, you want your life to say, I got the answer. Yeah. Because you do. But... We don't have to present that answer in perfection because that doesn't actually draw people. It actually repels them because it makes them think they have to be perfect in order to have your to experience your God. And so I think, but I understand that because you, it's literally what I just said. I'm like, we got the answer, <laughs> yeah. And so you want to be like, oh, I got it together, right? You know, I'm, I'm not struggling. I'm good. Right. I don't have a bad day. I'm not. No, no, no. The fact what makes him God. Is because in spite of all those things, you still have joy. You still have a hope. Exactly. You still have peace. Yes. Not void of all those things because then we eliminate the space for him to get the glory. No, I want you to know. I struggle. All right. I put on threads the other day and I made a little video. I'm like, some days are hard. Today is one of those days. (laughs) I, I am in a minute about to walk away from it all. Yeah. And- to your point about the ego thing, that was hard for me to say. But the moment I said it, it was almost like voicing it invited God into that moment. Because why am I going to be struggling and pretending that I'm not and still be unhappy? Yeah. And you still ain't choosing Jesus. Yeah. What is it for? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I mean, no, truly, like, that. I, I needed that. I mean, because <clears throat> there is, especially in this industry... Mm-hmm. As an actor, you know, someone in front of the camera like yourself, you know, uh, there is, I'm almost at times kind of attached to a character mm-hmm. that isn't real. Mm-hmm. And it, the, this character, I've created this public persona, yeah. if you will. So I think just certain parts of me at times just wants to live up to that. Yeah, yeah. Live up to, I guess, people's 
expectations of mm-hmm. what they think I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if that's necessarily mm-hmm. the good thing, but uh, it, yeah. no, it's it's that's real. Mm-hmm. That's, that's real. real. That that's is real, yeah. real life. Because and sometimes it's like I have to ask myself, like, is this their expectation, or have I created what I think they are expecting of me? I think it's the second one. You know, because it's like I get it. Because that's why it was like so hard for me to be like, "Hey, y'all, just to be honest, some days are hard." And today is one of those days. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not quitting. But it's hard for me to be that transparent, especially with my um audience, my followers, because it's that's something I would love to exercise though, because it's just like, dang, you you have to be so do you have to be so honest? You know what I mean? Do yeah. they need to know everything? You know how it is. Like for if sure. I'm having a bad day, I just won't post a thing. Yeah, yeah. I just won't show up on social media at all, opposed to saying, Y'all, this has been a terrible week. God really got me through. But I guess that is the encouraging part, but... Yeah, I think, for me, I don't know how not to tell the truth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there are some days where it's like, oh, I'm, I don't really feel like social media today, but I think I am helping more people when I say I'm having a bad day. Be- and I also think that helps, in my mind, okay, this, this cannot be true, but I think it helps people not idolize me. Mm. Because people idolize what they feel like they can never become. People... I make a, this person is my idol because I aspire to be them, but I'll never, never be, be that. Yep. That's how they become an idol. Exactly. And I feel like for me, I'm dismantling that. Nah, we are the same. <laughs> we are, I live this life by grace, just like you live this life by grace. You have a bad day. I also have a bad day. I'm not, I have bad days. We Some all days do. I, I just want to crawl under a table. Don't, I don't, I don't want you to know my name. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I think it, I, for me, the transparency allows space for God to be magnified because without his grace, I am not going to make it. Yeah. Some days, bro, I don't got it. Yeah. And the only reason (laughs) I made it through this day was by the grace of God. That's it. And you need to know that. Yeah. So when you have a bad day, you can know, child, all right, I need, I need to know the God that got her through that. Exactly. And I do think that I wouldn't have been as, I think this season is teaching me that. Like, I'm all on the internet talking about what I ain't got. And I'm like, ooh, because I, you know what I'm saying? Like, i like, Dangler, you really got me out. Out here, You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to be telling people why that one day I woke up with $4 in my account. Who wants to do that? But it you is know? inspiring. It's an inspiration because yeah. there's a lot of people out there with $4, with $4 in, their dollars in their account. And you, I'm just saying, like, in this space, I met God as a provider. And if I'm saying as a believer, I'm going to be a billboard for him. I don't only get to show when he, like, you know, when he blesses me. That's it. Or what we consider a blessing. That's it. Because I even consider the low days a blessing because when I lived through it. I just got this word. I got off this 48-hour fast a couple days ago, and it was probably one of the toughest things I've ever done. But I've I got so many downloads, I'm still processing. And um, one of the things that I think, one of the words I think I got mm-hmm. was that if you have just enough, you're still in abundance. If your needs are met, mm-hmm. you are still living a very abundant life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. that thing kind of broke something off me because it just gave me such peace mm-hmm. to not have to like strive for so much. Obviously, I'm super ambitious. I want to be, I want to get my bag in this world, mm-hmm. all of that. But 
the fact that I got my food, there's a roof over my head, yeah. there's clothes on my back, I can call, you know, my family, I have friends that pray for me. Yeah. That really is enough. Yeah. And that's that's abundance. That's so much more than a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. Each breath, you know, there's people in this world who struggle breathing and mm-hmm. struggle walking and struggle to even sit on a couch. Yeah. And um there's a lot that I have that um reassures me that I'm living in abundance. So mm-hmm. um yeah that's good that i think that's real um i think like i i was weird i was getting my makeup done we were watching this sermon of this pastor i'm not gonna say his name but he was going in okay about end times and tribulation and like it was you know it was not one of those ones like who i said we need to take a break because this this is disrupting my peace a little bit (laughs) but he started talking like about like the mark of the beast mm-hmm. and like how we won't be like if you're a believer unless you take the mark you won't be able to do things, and so for whatever reason it started to give me perspective about my current season. I was like, dang, I wonder if like we well I think we are in the end. Times, I think so too. Hundred percent. I think so too. But I'm like, I wonder if God is also using this season to teach me how to be completely dependent on Him. So when I have to make a decision on how am I going to get things because the world system has alienated me from that unless I bow, well, I have to know that God is a provider to be able to stand in that when it matters. And so then I was like, okay, I got another little perspective for this season. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wrap it up. I got it. You are a provider. (laughs) But I was like, dang, it's interesting because we can define a season by the current moments of it. And not really recognize that like God lives outside of time. Mm. So what he's using to develop you, mm-hmm. we think is just about this moment. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, 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 no. I can see so far ahead that I'm going to use this moment to build you. So when you get into the thing that I'm actually in right now, you'll be able to manage it. You'll be able to survive it. You'll be able to sustain it. And so I think we have to stop minimizing God to our perspective and our view because he can see so much further. And so then I think it gives me the strength to like, oh, all right, I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm at the very same place right now where God is just really showing me who's boss. (laughs) Like, that's the only way Mm -hmm. I can say God is really just showing me who's boss it's not about the agency I'm with. Yeah. It's not the it's not about the manager I have. Mm-hmm. It's not about the label that I'm looking at. It's not about any of that. Like I can get anything I want whenever God opens the door yep. for me and he'll use the anybody to mm-hmm. give it to me. I've been blessed in ways in the most recent weeks. It's just like, "Really you?" <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I think we're in a time right now where God really wants people in the kingdom to know Mm -hmm. his voice because there's a lot of just noise Mm -hmm. in the world. But um, I think, you know, I I think people like yourself and myself, we're we're hearkening in. Yeah, for sure. It's it's not easy, but um, to really silence out the noise and really just lean into his voice only and know that he's a provider and know that he is the source. not the job that nope. we're praying for, not the big break that we're praying for, some of us. Mm-hmm. It's God is the source. Because mm-hmm. you cannot book that movie and still become a superstar in <laughs> the way that God wants you to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was just telling somebody that the other day. I was like, man, I feel like God always does these things 
where he like reminds me that like he's in control. For sure. Like in the sense of like, cause sometimes it's like, man, I need to do this. I need to do this. He tells you like, I need to be in that room. I need to talk to that person. I need to be like, especially the industry is all about who is the next person that can get me to the next step. 100%. And I feel like that's never been my heart. It's never been my motive. And I feel like God always puts me in rooms and I have to look around the room like, how did I How did get here? I get in this room? Yeah, and I feel like it's God's way of saying like I at, like I can snap my fingers, and the very thing that you dreamed about that you would have had to work eight years for, I can make it happen overnight. Overnight, um, funny story how I pretty much sold the show. I was going through a super dark time, mm-hmm. and um, I was just working all these jobs in LA, just trying to keep food on the table, and I went to a friend's house party and. Me and my homegirl that I'm making the show with, we were just chopping it up. And I wasn't expecting us to even go there. Mm-hmm. But she just, out of nowhere, was like, what you working on? <laughs> and she's an actress, mm-hmm. you know, doing her thing. She's just like, what you working on? I'm like, well, I've been writing. Really? Send me your scripts. Wow. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Everybody in L.A. <laughs> says, send me your yeah. script. You know what I mean? Yeah, Everybody yeah. say, send me your script. All right, whatever. I send her my script. She's like, mm, you can write. I like that script, but let's make something fresh. I want to do something new from scratch. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And then we started creating. And then within six months, we had a showrunner. Mm. We had a network that we were pitching to. And it's just like, I could not have done that Mm. on my own. Like, just where my career was at that point, I really thought it was curtains. I thought that was it. Mm -hmm. Like, "Mm, well, that was a nice run. (laughs) I had a good run. I had a good run. I did some good things in my life. Maybe God wants me to do something else. But it was just kind of like overnight I blinked. And in my my journal, uh, I wrote quite a few times HBO. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm obsessed with the network. That's where I started my career. And I was just like, God, I want to be back on that network. I want to be back on that network. So then this thing came where I had this guest star on this miniseries mm-hmm. for HBO. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, God. But then something in my spirit said that wasn't it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. <laughs> You're like, can I believe this? Yeah, no? yeah. But it's like I didn't have to do what I thought I would have to do to get that. I didn't have to kiss nobody's butt. Yeah. I didn't have to stab nobody in the back. Yeah. I didn't have to do anything. All I had to do was really obey and just kind of fall in the pocket. Like mm-hmm. when it when it's sent by God, yeah. there's like this flow where it almost feels like it's too easy. And too good to be true. And <laughs> I don't know if that's my trauma of the past as an actor being told no so mm-hmm. many times. You know, when it, when it kind of comes, you're scared. You know, yeah. it's like, ooh, is this too good to be true? But- it felt very God ordained. It mm-hmm. just flowed. It flowed. I, I can't explain it. And um, since then, even then, okay, we sold the show. We're about to start working on the show, but then there's a strike. God's like, well, because there's some things you need to work on right mm-hmm. now. You mm-hmm. need to get prepared. If you're going to be a leader, there's some things in your heart that we need to work on. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's once again, he's showing me who's <laughs> boss. You know, I heard love, you, God. Heard I you, God. Love, I love your perspective of the pause that the strike is causing Mm -hmm. because sometimes we can get right at the tip of something and then it's like, wait, what happened? Mm -hmm. I always think about David. I always think about how David was anointed king. 15 years later. I mean, just back to life as normal, but he knew he was the king and still was able to submit to whatever that. Can you imagine like knowing you're going to be king and have to serve? Yeah. And not, and living like, 
circumstances that were not best because his, his daddy ain't like him. Then, you know, the actual king is trying mm-hmm, to kill, kill him. him. Like, there are all these things that you still see him, like, develop. Mm-hmm. You also see him rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is he developed God's heart mm-hmm. in that season. And so to be able to see something like a strike as a pause of God saying, like, let me, let me, let me deal with that. Let me let me get let me get some of the stuff that's in your heart out. And I, I identify with that because I very much feel like that is what this season of my life has been. They say the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. And I believe that's what this strike is all about. I think there's going to be a huge shift mm-hmm. for especially believers in this industry to really rise yeah. up. You know what I mean? Because there's there's this there's that's what this strain is about. It's such a fight where mm-hmm. we're fighting against spirits of greed and. Yeah. Ego and principalities that have existed in this place for, for centuries, very long for centuries. Time. <laughs> yeah. But but there's a, there's a shaking in the earth that's happening right mm-hmm. now, and you can kind of feel it in the air. Everything is just kind of kooky. Mm-hmm. But um, if if you're in the pocket with God, I mean, I've just been experiencing peace. Mm-hmm. I there's I'm not going to say everything's perfect. Yeah, yeah. But in the middle of it, I just have this peace. It's almost like, am I not caring enough? <laughs> Should I care more? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But I yeah. feel like I'm just, I'm chilling. Yeah. No, I, too, identify with <laughs> that. It's like, oh, this is what it means to have peace. It surpasses understanding. Because it don't like, make sense. No, it, it, because I feel like me and my, my dad argue all the time because I think I'm too chill. Mm-hmm. And he's like, girl. Now, what's the plan? What you gonna do? I'm like, I don't know. I'm trusting God. I, I really like, and then I'm almost like, Lord, have you given me like a great, like, should I care more? But there is, I literally was texting my friend today. I was like, I just feel like whatever I accumulate, I feel like God's going to wipe it out. Yeah. I just, that is just how I feel. I really, I'm not just saying, because, you know, church people could be like, the Lord's going to move. And they but he lying. is. But he, I he genuinely will. have a rest, like a peace, like. Right. It's whatever. I remember uh, Essence Atkins said at one church, she was just like, when you're doing your father's business, he he has to. He's going to back you up. 100%. You're doing his business, you're obedient to his word and stuff. Like, he's going to back you up. He's not going to leave you out here looking crazy. For sure. He wants you to look good for the people. Like, but he might have to clean you off a little Mm -hmm, bit. mm -hmm. Let's deal with that heart stuff. Yeah, the heart. Oh, the heart. We love the heart. We love the heart, don't we? <laughs> I can't. Okay, so being an actor, I yeah. feel like you can speak to this. We got we got a question from one of our lifers. We call them lifers. Okay, what's up, lifers? Um, do you have any tips on how to overcome rejection? Because it's not just something that you experience, like in the acting world. People experience rejection all the time. And so someone who's navigating that, what are, what is some advice you could provide for them? I wouldn't take it personally. Mm. Of course, they say rejection is protection. And if you are trying to get in the will of God, it's very true. Anything that he says no to, it just wasn't for you. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with you. There were certain roles I've auditioned for where I know I killed it. I know. And then I see it and I'm like, he didn't even do what I did. (laughs) Like, he didn't even do what I did. He didn't even kill that. But it wasn't for me. And there, I mean, I've been acting since I was eight years old. So I went through that whole rejection period during my time of adolescence. So it really did have um, a huge weight on me for a while Mm -hmm. because I took it personally. I thought it had something to do with me. I thought I wasn't good enough. I thought, well, maybe it's something just about me that, Mm -hmm. but but that is true. There is something about me. Mm -hmm. 
That's why you that God have. wants me to kind of have more. Like I never would have imagined 10 years ago that I would have my own show. Mm-hmm. Never ever saw that for myself. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you're thinking too small. Mm-hmm. Maybe when you find rejection, think maybe there's a bigger opportunity. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something actually like really dope with my name on it. Mm-hmm. I just... Anybody that's constantly experiencing rejection, one, ask God, okay, where should I be looking? Ask for guidance because maybe you're looking in the wrong places. But also, don't take rejection personally. Do not take it personally. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with your skill. It has nothing to do with your calling. It has nothing to do with your anointing. (laughs) It's not personal. It's just not for you. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's like a really good way to look at it. Um, because I've seen how rejection like just unravels a person's life and sends them into making decisions or not making decisions and just all of these things. And it usually is rooted in, well, what, what was wrong with me? Or like, why didn't this? So I think that is great advice. Listen to Monica. She said it first. What? Don't take it personal. Oh, no, for real. <laughs> but but you cannot take it personal. And that's for like, especially if, it, if anyone is watching that's in this business, there are more no's than there mm-hmm. are yeses, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Talk to a casting director, and if you get a chance to talk to a casting director, they'll tell you, no, you are fabulous. Yeah. You're just too tall. Mm-hmm. And our lead is 5'8". You're 6'2". We can't do that. But yeah. you were fantastic. Yeah. And then I was like, oh. It's not me. So I killed it? <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, that could be used in any. Chasing dreams, anything, any, building a business, anything. Yeah, you, you are going to experience no's. And if it is a no, it was a good no. Mm-hmm. It was for your for good. Sure. You do not want to be in business with anybody that doesn't really kind of want to do business with you. No, for sure. All right, I think this is a great place to end. For sure. If you mind, go ahead and uh, send one up to the Lord. Let's see what I got. <laughs> Tap into this oil real quick. It's like, <laughs> Father God, we just thank you. Mm-hmm. for this opportunity to have a discussion about faith, about life. Yeah. Thank you for Brenda. Thank you for putting this ministry on our heart. Lord, we just thank you for this time. Bless it. Sanctify God. Let everyone be blessed by this and keep us safe. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Hey, guys, do me a favor. Go ahead and tap in with my boy, Jermaine Crawford. That's literally his name. Is that everywhere? Pretty much. Everywhere. That's He is Jermaine Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you guys tap in with him and be on the lookout for the show because it's coming. Like this, 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 we already know. The Lord already said it, so it has to happen. Also, go ahead, like, subscribe, share this video right now with all of your friends. And I promise you, you want to stay tapped in because we got a new episode every week. You don't want to miss a thing. This is Life in Perspective. We out. Peace.